What's up? It's episode 231. It's Sunday, December 11th, I believe. Yep, December 11th. It is 11.48 a.m. We got about 12 minutes left of the morning, so let's enjoy it. We're going to keep it smooth and tight for the next 12 minutes. Then it's going to get raunchy. Then it's going to get wild because it's the afternoon. It's sunny. It was raining all day and raining all night. It felt cool to wake up to brightness. It felt like I it felt like I changed servers. It felt like I changed worlds, you know. Um Yeah, got a new mic. We are I'm testing this out. I'm testing I got it to work. Didn't take too long. It took me like five, ten minutes to figure this shit out. Just call me Red Band, dude. Call me young Jamie. I know how to do this shit. Bro, we got cheekies, please just relax. Your damn nails are scraping up against the floor. I kind of miss having carpet floor. Carpet floors remind me of when I was a kid. Because I just felt like there was a lot more roughhousing going on and stuff like that when you had carpet floors. I kind of miss the carpet floors. Now I got wooden floors and they're cheap wooden floors. They're all getting all fucked up. And it just feels... When you go to a house and there's no carpet... It just feels too mature. It just feels too adult. Like sometimes I'd be roughhousing with my girl. I'd be beating the fuck out of her. No, just kidding. We'd just be, you know, play fighting and shit. And all I could think about is like, man, there's so many there's so many damn sharp corners you could run your head into and stuff like that. I never thought about that kind of stuff growing up. And now now I get it. Now it makes sense. Like I just Um I remember my cousin, she would she would put like these rubber stops on like the corners of any corner there was on her house, corner of a table, corner of a uh, uh, fireplace, a wall, whatever, to prevent, you know, her kids fucking themselves up. And I remember looking at them as a kid and thinking, that would still really hurt if you if you fell on that, like direct, direct impact. There's a lot of, like, I wouldn't say it's embarrassing, but there's a lot of, like, Ways that you could fuck yourself up that you don't even really think about, you know. I think I I think I told the podcast this recently because this is still going on with me. But I'm watching a bunch of Hall of Meat videos on on Instagram, and Hall of Meat comes from I think it comes from the skate video games, and it's just people getting fucked up, man. Doing cr- like people are splitting their legs in half, jumping off stairs. But some people are just falling, doing the simplest skateboarding things like an ollie off a curb or 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 a, or a drop in or something and that's what fucks him up and it just got me thinking like fuck I don't think I want to skateboard anymore but then I think about dude people fuck themselves up just doing normal things like slipping in the shower and stuff like that getting fucked up is a part of life um and I'm scared again oh dude I fucked myself up I couldn't I could understand how fucking yourself up while drunk or intoxicated is is definitely a thing cuz I got drunk once this year and I slipped and hit the back of my head harder than I have ever, dude. Like, if I had carpet, that would have been way... I would have been probably not fallen if I had carpet, to be completely honest. But you know what would have been a downside to that? I would have got throw up all over my carpet. So that's a price you pay. What do you want? An easy cleanup or less brain damage? I'll take... I'll just take not drinking to avoid any of that. So I don't have to throw up and slip on my own vomit. Um, what's up? I haven't 
asked any of my guests lately if they've thought about killing myself, and I haven't really told like how I feel. But yeah, complete opposite. Don't want to kill myself. Um, I am happy. I am happy. I know that sounds kind of like an unsure I'm happy, like I thought about it, but like I guess I just took a second to be like, well, you know, let's not lie. Let's really think about it, you know, for three seconds. And, um, yeah, I can't complain much. I mean, I can, but uh, I don't. it's all mindset, man. However cliche that might, that might sound. Dude, this new mic kind of rocks, man. It's a regular mic, like kind of like the mics that you use when you're doing stand-up comedy, but it's in the it's in the mic stand and I'm just sitting here. And I'm just talking. So that's cool. Um what did I want to share? We um But yeah, don't want to kill myself. We got some guests coming up. I'm kind of mad at myself for fucking up the Jericho podcast. Uh June Boy Jericho is a a Filipino comedian who I met and he's just he's hella funny bro and I highly doubt he's listening to this podcast and listening to me talk about him because he just seems so I don't give a fuck like way beyond way beyond my comprehension I feel like or maybe it's an act I don't know that's why I wanted to have him on the podcast because I I didn't, I didn't know he just didn't really even seem too interested he seemed all right I don't know I don't know what's going on with him but out of everybody who I've asked, he seemed the most like intimidating, I guess. Maybe it's just because he's so funny, to me at least. And it just felt like, oh man, this motherfucker ain't got time for me. Oh yeah, I got a cameo from William Montgomery. Um and I I got my reaction. I I recorded it last night. I uh should I share it? I guess I'll pull it up. Maybe you guys can hear it or something. I don't know. Let's see. Do I have it? I'll play the whole thing right here and just we'll we'll talk about it. Here we go. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is William. If I sound sick, that's because I went to a very exclusive super spreader event this past weekend. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I don't even really like Bono. Uh, and he was the one coughing in everybody's fucking face, and now I've been sick. Um, but yeah, uh, y'all are in for a very wonderful treat. Uh, Marconi, my sweet friend Marconi, uh, has started a podcast called Suicide Logs. Everybody needs to listen to Suicide Logs. Uh, I have yet to listen, but I hear... It's wonderful. It's insatiable. Everybody, all of y'all know Marconi, uh, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, yeah, listen to his fucking podcast, okay? Because I don't want to come out there and fucking strangle anybody. Uh, but yeah, Marconi just started the fucking suicide logs. Give it a fucking listen. Give it a fucking follow. Marconi knows what he's fucking doing, okay? You heard it here first. Marconi is the man, okay? So listen to Suicide Logs. If you're wondering what it is, I'm not even going to fucking tell you. You're going to have to listen to figure out what Suicide Logs, in fact, means, okay? And don't ask me and don't ask Marconi. You're just going to have to fucking listen to it, okay? Please. Okay, I got a lot riding on this shit. Marconi has a lot riding on this shit. Just give it a listen. It's a wonderful delight, okay? 
And again, I'm not telling you shit. Neither is Marconi. You're just going to have to fucking listen. Follow it at uh, at Suicide Logs on Instagram. Uh, all right. Yeah, please listen again. I'm not saying shit. Marconi's not saying shit. You're just going to have to fucking listen. Thank you so much. Bye. Okay, so, you know, that was masterful. Honestly, it's uh, the podcast is probably just going to get sold out after that. So uh, overwhelmed a little bit. Don't know what what's going to come out of that. <laughs> and uh... <laughs> oh man, that was worth it. That was worth the money, dude. <laughs> I'm a fucking I'm a big William Montgomery fan, dude. I think out of all of the regulars on Kill Tony. He's my favorite. Um, Yeah. I find myself saying his shit all the time uh, in, in, in real life, you know? Shut up, dumbass. What the fuck did you just say to me? No, seriously, what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> um, Yeah. It's silly. It's fun. And, and it's a good time. It's a good time. <laughs> Um, what else? What else we got going? I don't know. I just wanted to kind of clear my mind. Oh, today. So today's Sunday. It's kind of weird. Usually every Sunday I get a like weekly report on my screen time. And, uh, today it didn't tell me if I was up or down. It just, it just said, you know, how, how much time I spent on my phone. I wish I knew a part of me wants to say it's four hours, but it could be completely four hours a week. That doesn't seem too bad. Four hours a week on on your phone, and how many hours are, are in a week? Let's do 24 times 7. Recently had a head injury, so I cannot do that math. If I didn't hit my head uh, when I got drunk on Halloween, I could probably do that in my head, but we're just going to have to pull out the handy-dandy. 168 hours in the week. And let me tell you, every day I don't get eight hours of sleep. I'm working hard. I get I get about six hours sleep. Seven max. I only get eight hours of sleep on vacation. Um, am I getting that? Yeah, four hours. That's not so bad. And you got to think about like all of the content that you're just watching. Like I'm probably watching important things that have to do with work and stuff like that. So I don't know. Um, hey, this is sick, though, man. This is sick. We, um, I kind of want to add a second mic. I kind of want to have a goddamn guest before uh, so, uh, a producer lady. Do you want to, not today, but one of these days before the show, do you want to be on the podcast? I'm I'm gonna plug the second mic in and I want to give it a shot. But I like this mic. I'm just I'm sitting here. It's not as uncomfortable. And yeah. Uh. Um. Producer lady was looking back at videos she took of herself and she said that she's so cringe. And. I know that feeling. I think that's a big reason as to why my podcast is audio only. Because how important is it 
to have my damn face or like to have a damn video of me just sitting here in front. I, I don't know what I look like right now. You know, there's no mirror in front of me or anything. So like, that's cool. And, and, and I don't have to focus on, oh, is my hair? Oh my God. People were roasting my fucking hair the other day. Cause I got a haircut. I cut my, my hair used to be Jesus like dude, that shit used to be down to my shoulders uh, I could probably bring it down to my nipples if I really wanted to, but I cut it down. Now I've got the typical, like, I feel like a old Asian lady when she, when she transitions from, from being like a regular civilian to a senior civilian, senior citizen. I have got the Justin Bieber haircut damn near without the bangs. I just, I don't have bangs. And now I'm looking at a picture of me with short hair. And I'm just like, fuck it. Let's cut it short. We're going to do it. I'm telling you this. I think I might cut my hair like short, short before this show. And let's talk about this show, dude. America's Next Top Comedian is going to be featuring comedians who have been on this podcast before. Comedians that you are familiar with. A very popular podcast that I did that everybody's been kind of bringing up to me is Mark Maple. Mark Maple should be there. Jamar Pitts should be there. Jamar Pitts, I believe, was the first real comedian who I had on here. I've had comedians on before, but what the fuck is that guy's name? I'm not even going to say his name, but fuck that guy, man. Fuck that guy. You know why? Because I'm petty. Why is it fuck that guy? Because I had him on the podcast, and then he unfollowed me on Instagram. That's it. That's why. How you going to do How you going to... And then, and then you... Oh, man. There's some... I don't even know his fucking name, but he's from Richmond or some shit like that. But he did my podcast like a year ago. Like I remember before I even did stand up and he was, I mean, I don't remember how the podcast went, but I remember he did say something along the lines of like, you should do it. You should do it. Here I am fucking doing it. And he, you. he unfollows me like, like at, before I even started doing stand up, And I think he like talked to Joey Diaz or something. He had Lee, Lee Syad on his podcast. Or he did a podcast with him. I forgot his fucking name. Um, no, nah, he's weird, dude. He's just, it's just, some people are fake, dude. And I'll try to keep it like, I'll keep it simple and not put too much detail detail in it. But like, ever since I got in this comedy game, dude, people are shady. Comedians, people are fake. They'll be cool to you in person. And then online, they're going to act like they ain't know you. And, and they'll just have the excuse of like, oh, yeah, I don't know how to navigate this shit. Man, you know how to navigate stand-up comedy. You know how to run this business and shit like that. But, you know, it's just, it, it, well, that's what happens. I've said it before, people people who are comedians and just anyone in the entertainment industry to be, to be fucking real, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of uh, conceited-ass people, a lot of people who just, who don't want that spotlight taken away from them. You know, and uh, I'm trying not to be that. I'm trying to like experience it from other people, and I don't want to be that guy if, if if anything were to happen in the future, and, and people want something from me. I don't want to just like if I see that someone's a good comedian, or I see that they've got potential, or they want to work with me, or whatever. I'm not gonna be like you got to pay your dues, you got to do this, you got to do that. Okay, maybe maybe in a sense of like if okay, I think you still need work on your stage presence. I still think you need work on. 
on on whatever, you know. But I'm not gonna just like wait on somebody or just I don't know. I think I think I I'm kind of rambling. I don't think I know exactly what I want to say. Uh, um, let's take a saw. It's been about sixteen minutes. Um, but yeah, doing the show. Who else has been on the podcast? Jethro's been on the podcast. Uh, let's look at this list. Charlie Spinks met him. Okay, so there's been uh, we've got eight comedians and three of them have been on the podcast. So Charlie Spinks, you guys have never met him. Lady Rock, never met him. Wally, and maybe some of you are wondering. You've had other comedians on the podcast. Why, why, why haven't you had Stephen Mays on your show or something? Well, Stephen Mays lives in Texas now. He he moved. I forgot where he was going to Washington D.C., but I see him on the gram just moving everywhere. So there's that. I'm trying to think what other comedians have I had on the podcast. I got no idea. I've got no idea. Anyways. Let's look through my notes. There's got to be something I wrote down that I wanted to talk about that I thought would be a good idea in the shower or something. And then, you know, I wrote it down and it didn't work. Um, these are all throwaway bits that I wanted to do for. Okay. Yeah. Here's something that I don't think I'm going to say on stage. This is just a thought, I believe. Um, I kind of want a Bass Pro Shop hat, but I just feel like I haven't earned my stripes to have one because I've only been fishing twice in my life. I'm not really much of a fisher. Um, nothing against fishing. Yeah, I want that fucking hat. It's only like five bucks, too. Somebody said they're... I don't know. Every time I see somebody with a Bass Pro, Sh uh, Bass Pro Shop hat, I'm like... That's a cool hat. I've never even set foot in a Bass Pro Shop, you know? You know what hat's ugly that I would never want, but I fucking love the company In-N-Out. I would never I would never have an In-N-Out. Those things look like McDonald's hats. Those look like work hats. Bass Pro Shop hat looks like you could do a lot of things in them. If you're listening to this, it probably doesn't make sense. It doesn't have to. Um, <laughs> I've got my Christmas list in here. Oh, here's something. All all I wrote down was I think Gordon Ramsay is full of shit, and uh, what I mean by that is like okay with comedy with music. Same with food taste and opinions. It's all subjective, man. Who the fuck is Gordon Ramsay to tell me that my food is good or not? You know, or that anybody's food is good or not. I've never had a Gordon Ramsay meal. I've watched the show. It's just food. Little nitpicking ass motherfucker. And then he and then he's nice. Every time a kid sends him something, he'll he'll say it's delicious. But if you're a grown ass person, he'll just be like, that is horrible. I want to start sending pictures of my food to Gordon Ramsay. I'm gonna send. <laughs> I'm gonna send a. I'm gonna send an In and Out burger to Gordon Ramsay, but like take the wrapper off of it to make it look like you know it's a homemade burger or something, and see what he says. I bet William Montgomery would love my fucking food, dude. Um. 
Yeah, this podcast is pretty much just a test. Um, we are, we are going in. We are going in, and uh, doing this. Let's practice. Let's practice how I would open this show, huh? Oh shit! Oh shit! They don't hand me a coffee, bro. It's fucking over. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We got people coming over there. We're going to have, um, cause I live in Santa Cruz, so it's still kind of a, it's still kind of a far a ways drive for me to get to this show. But the reason why I picked this venue at Monica's Rivertown Riverview <laughs> is because I've got a lot of friends and family out there. A lot of people to support. It's just a nice hot spot. And there's, uh, you know, we've had the mayor of Antioch on before Mr. Lamar Thorpe. I'll send him the flyer. We'll see if he pulls up. Mm. Oh, yeah. It is the afternoon, bitch. We got some coffee. Ah! Let's go. Ah! Um, nah, I don't know. I've had like a bunch of different ideas on how I kind of want the show to be ran and all of that stuff, but I don't want to commit to anything, you know? I just want however the vibe is, the vibe is, and we're going to match it. And then maybe I'll just kind of like get into some of the bits that I do because, you know, it'll get people a laugh. I don't know if I want to like introduce myself if like if i just want to if i just want to come up and be like hey i'm your host marconi a part of me wants to kind of like treat it like like people don't know who i am like i'm just working on something you know like i'm just working on it and then i'm just i'll just be random and say stuff and the people be like who the heck is this guy oh snap he's the host that's what that's what it is that's what you know Ugh. We'll see. God, that coffee's good. Woo! What'd you use? Peppermint? Oh, yeah. Oh, this morning I had a thought for New Year's or Christmas because uh, people want people want me to drink and get high. I was thinking, you know, what if, what if I just had a Starbucks? You know, what if I just sat in the back with a Starbucks like the fucking cool uncle I am? Am I a cool uncle? I think I'm a cool uncle in my in my uh, side of the family. For the people who who look at me as an uncle, I think I'm a cool uncle because I don't have kids, and I'm just more of like an older brother. Well, I'll tell you this: I'm definitely not a cool uncle to my sister, my sister's kids. Uh, I don't think they give a damn about me. For good reason. I don't really do much. I don't really like I don't give gifts. I don't do no, I don't I don't say happy birthday. I don't do I am not in their life at all. All I remember is like maybe seven years ago I saw my niece. I don't know how old she was. She's probably like fifteen, fourteen or something like that. And she just looks at me and she's like, You're my uncle? I'm like, Yes, ma'am and she, she just put her hand out and it's like, Well, where's my gift? And then just put a sad, I know it's a kid, but it's it just put a bad taste in my mouth. Like, you spoiled ass motherfucker. I ain't giving you nothing. Who does that? I felt so disrespect. You put your hand down, and you're like, where's my gift? But maybe she was joking, you know? I'm sure it was joking. But then, but then she met my girl. She met my girl, and she was like, you guys are together? You guys are boyfriend, girlfriend? She was like, yeah. 
And then my 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 niece goes, "You can do so much better." To my girl, what the fuck? That's not nice. And so, um, dude, I remember. Yeah, this was 2015. I, I, like I said, she's probably like 14, 13 years old, something like that. And she had a smartphone, dude, and she's on Tumblr. She's on Tumblr and just showing us like a bunch of inappropriate shit on Tumblr. I'm like, oh my gosh, these kids. I don't know what she. Last I heard from her, she's working at a Chipotle or something along the. Or I think she lost her job at Chipotle. Now she's working somewhere else. How old is she? She's like 18 now, huh? Oh, let's do the math. If she's 18 now, minus seven. Holy snap! She was 11 years old. She was 11 years old talking about where's my gift. That don't make. Hold on, that don't make sense. That don't make sense. Jeez, time is flying. Time is flying, and I'm just getting old and forgotten. Um, watch the fights yesterday. Um, I I thought Uncle I have won. I thought the Russian won. I didn't even like it was in my mind. I was like without a doubt. Oh yeah, I didn't even go to the decision because I had people waiting on me for something. So I, I texted them. I was like, okay, one more fight and I'm out. And so right when the fifth round ends, I'm like, okay, I'm out. And then like 20 minutes later, I checked my phone and it was a draw and there was no. I'm talking about John Blahovich, by the way, versus Magomed Ankalaev. And uh, I... It was a good fight. It was a good fight. Do you ever... Hold on. Do you ever, like, have a, a dog in the fight, but then it changes because of, like, maybe the techniques that are used? So I had I had Ankalaev winning. I had the Russian winning. But I wasn't too invested in it. I didn't have any money in it or anything. And I'm not, like, the biggest fan of them for bad reasons, you know? I mean, like, a fight is a fucking fight. You got to respect that. Um, but from just, like, looking at highlights, Uncle Iev was undefeated. And his highlight, he just starches people. Never really seen him in any real trouble. And then John Blahovich, you know, we've seen the chinks in his armor, We've seen him kind of struggle in the ground game. Um, and maybe in, in a, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit one-dimensional. John Blahovich is a little bit one-dimensional. You know, not, 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 nothing too crazy. You know, I don't want to say like he's super one-dimensional. All he's got is a big right hand. No, you know, just a little bit, just a little bit. And, but. So, like I said, I was going for Uncle Live, but then John Blahovich just started throwing these shin kicks, dude. He was just going shin to shin. And a little bit of cheating going on. He had the ankle wraps, you know. And those, I mean, it was from from afar, but, man, what was, what was the material like on those ankle wraps? What was, like, how thick was it? How much protection was he getting on those? Because he was just straight swinging them ankle wraps into the guy's shin, and it was fucking him up, you know. Um, and so when that, I started going for John, I'm like, keep throwing them leg kicks. I like that. Let's see that. And so, yeah, that, that was kind of like early-ish in the fight. And then for the last two rounds, Uncle I have just kind of laid and prayed and coasted on him. Um, I could see how it was a draw. I mean, I did only watch it once. Darren Till's on a three-fight skid, three-fight uh, loss streak. That's 
that's not good. That was a weird fight. The other guy's a fucking beast. But not a beast enough for me to remember his name. I'll tell you that. Uh, keep fighting. Maybe I'll remember your name. Um. Oh, that 18-year-old fucking troll. That guy won. Dude, that guy. You ever watch the movie uh, Small Soldiers? Remember the Gorgonites? Yeah. I'm a fuck. That motherfucker looked like a Gorgonite. The 18 year his Raul. The UFC fighter. <laughs> What's it look like? Like I got a dick in my mouth? I look relaxed. Yeah, I'll probably put a big. Oh. Yeah, I like this one better. It's kind of bung. Yeah, it's kind of busted. So. Well, maybe I could use that as a third mic because I've got three mics now. So. Yeah, the stand and shit. Yeah, it's cool. You can stand up if you want. You can walk around the room. You can do your pacing. <laughs> just pace and talk. That'd be hella funny. It helps. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do that a lot? Yeah. Yeah. Walk back and forth. Could just be genetics. Well, could just be genetics. Hi, podcast. Sorry for the audio interruption here. I'm the loud one in the fucking uh, relationship. Yes, your coworkers are gonna say something about it. <laughs> Have a good Sunday. Shit, dude. You just I the Richter scale. That was a ten point uh yeah, producer lady's gonna be at America's Next Top Comedian. Are you really? Are you gonna? I feel like you're gonna shy out. I feel like you're gonna be like, I'm just gonna sit in the crowd. I don't want to be here. One thing about producer lady, she's got extreme stage fright. And you know, come here. I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something nice for once. When we first, before we even started dating, I remember I had a I had a speech class. You remember that? I had a speech class, and I don't even know what the hell. I think I was given a speech on Singapore or some shit like that, and I just remember talking to you about it in those early days, like nine years ago, about you know being nervous or getting it together. And now look at all these years later. Look at what I'm doing. And, and and getting up in front of people and not really caring about it is kind of a big jump. And I just I just uh thanks for being on the journey with me and encouraging me. Even though you have your own fears of not wanting to do it, it's just nice to have you uh be my supporter through the bombs, through the good sets cuz you've seen me do a, a bad you probably seen my worst set in person. And and you probably seen one of my best sets um, at the at the Hova place, so you've seen you you've really been with me for the ups and downs in this in this aspect too of things. There's other things you've been with me for the ups and downs, but uh, yeah. Hey, we just up, baby. Yep. You should start your own podcast. What would you call your podcast if you had your own podcast? ADH me. That's a good one. 
I notice females, like when they do podcasts, they never do solo podcasts like how I do it. There's one girl, there's one girl who did it, but her shit tanked. And I don't know too much about the politics. It's about that podcast, Call Her Daddy. You ever heard of that? Yeah, dude, there's this podcast. I'm not calling nobody daddy. No, call her daddy. So, like, you call the girl daddy or something like that. Nobody. <laughs> um,. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I don't listen to it. I don't li- not call her daddy. Well, I don't listen to that either. But I don't listen to like podcasts that have like three females. And it's nothing against women. It's just it's just how it is. There's a lot of podcasts I don't listen to. Um, Bobby Lee's ex-girlfriend, Kalila. Doesn't she have the, the trash talk Tuesdays or whatever? I just I just feel like it's a lot of pressure to have a weekly schedule because I feel like if a podcast has like deadlines and stuff like that, I mean sure maybe you can take a hiatus on the podcast, sure, let that be. But um it ju- it just feels like maybe maybe uh it it leaves room for things shutting down. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Uh, we're just free falling it, and I'm free, free falling. Ah. Almost grabbed the guitar, dude. We're gonna play. We're gonna play one riff on this guitar. Oh, and I swear to man. Well, I don't want to say that I would never. Yeah, dude, I could definitely put two mics. One mic right here on my face, and then one mic on the on the damn floor. For um, for the guitar. Well, not the floor, but like at my waist, you know. Damn, y'all can't hear that. Oh shit. All right. Um. Damn, 34 minutes already? Just sitting here talking about nothing? What important stuff do I have to talk about? Let me put this away. Hold on. Oh, let me read this. And uh, I'm probably going to send it to Jethro. I'll probably... I'm just going to screenshot it to him. And then... And then we'll see. Jethro is the funniest... Somebody texted me. Jethro is the funniest Asian comedian in the Bay Area. And then somebody else responds with, yes, sir, I agree. And somebody said he needs his own podcast. And I and I respond with, you're all a bitch, honestly. I'm going to send that to Jethro. I feel like he would appreciate that. Where is Jethro? I fucking love Jethro, dude. You know? He's such a genuine guy. I aspire to be more like Jethro. I keep it cool. Oh, shit. I'm going to Stockton on Tuesday. I just realized that. 
oh man, should I write the jokes right? Should I like make the setup for for Stockton? Look, I've got something right here that has the dates uh, December 6th on it. One, two, three, four, five. We've got about five jokes right here. We're going to cross some of these out, though, because these will not apply to uh, what's going on in Stockton. So one thing that I wrote down, there's this place, there's this open mic that I went to last week in Livermore. Um, yeah, let's try. Okay, we're going to try those two new jokes. That uh, should be good. There we go. Um, and just like that, without revealing anything, I've got my set ready. Just like that. Uh, I hope I could keep it in, into five minutes. Holy shit. Uh, what was I talking about? There's something I wanted to share with you guys. Let's take another sip of this coffee. Mm, I love it. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The Good Time Tavern. They got an open mic there. I went there Tuesday. Today's Sunday. Jesus Christ, time is just going by so quick. I don't remember anything I'm doing. I don't remember. I think I, I apologize, guys. I apologize if the podcast is a little wonky. Uh, I was re-listening to the last episode of Peter's Perspective, and I just felt so out of it, or I sounded so out of it. And uh, I just think my mind is occupied with other things, personal things going on in my life, work, um, vi uh, other distractions, too, that just give me pleasure and put me in this pep, good-ass mood that I'm in, like playing video games, um, just working out, cleaning, doing things that I want to do, really jacking off, having sex, TMI. Um, and oh man, let's touch up on that. They're the, it's been over a year since I tried doing No Nut November and I had this like revelation of, man, am I a sex addict? You know? And... I don't know, it's kind of weird to talk about it, but if I am, let's say if if like a, a, a sex therapist diagnoses me as a, as a sex addict or something, I don't think it's that bad. Even the level of addiction I have, I don't think it's that bad, but I think I'm self-aware I've always got a little bit of self-awareness of, oh, I should probably work on that, you know? I try to set goals for myself. Like, let's try to go five days without choking the chicken. Five days without cleaning the pipes. Um, I'll say this, though. I think throughout uh, the past couple of months, I think uh, I've definitely... And look at this. My mom's texting me. What a fucking weird... Ooh, wow, that looks good. Hold on. I'm, the emails are just... I'm, I'm texting somebody through... Uh, texting somebody through the uh, Instagram. I'm texting Jethro. Jethro said, I fucking love Kirby, and I, I, and I don't even do... 
Okay, um, what was I going to say? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Um, oh my God, Good Times Tavern, sorry. All the comedians there get two free drinks, and uh, I don't drink, as you guys know. So I wanted to just like I'll make it my thing every time I go out there to give my my free two drinks away. And there was only one person there that day, dude. One person there who wasn't a comedian. And everybody else I was talking to was a comedian. What is going on? Uh, um, let's turn the phone off. I'm sorry. <sighs> Jeez, I'm all over the place. And then I was talking about being a sex addict. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I'll say this. I have not really been watching as much pornography um that i used to a couple of years ago i do feel like uh i've got that under control but i'll tell you this man i'll be honest i'll i will be open and honest about it just saying it just saying just like just saying the word pornography and talking about it just kind of triggered it in my head a little bit of like that would be nice that would be nice. Yesterday, my girl was wa- uh, she wasn't watching. She was looking at a bunch of Sasha Gray images, and she she showed me like the most popular Sasha Gray image was uh, her in reverse cowgirl with a dick in her. And uh, I was like, yeah, I could see it. that's a nice picture. And you know, she just kept looking at like Sasha Gray pictures and was like, I just want to you know I want to take sexy pictures and motivated to be like Sasha Gray. And I was like, maybe we should watch some Sasha Gray videos and it'll motivate you to suck some dick. <laughs> and then I started, you know, we started breaking it down with like, dude, to this day, Sasha Gray is still like number seven most searched on Pornhub. I don't know how accurate that is. I'm just listening to what my girl said. And, um, you know, I think she she was only active for like three years. She only did porn for like three years, but she worked so much. She did so, and I think the thing that makes her like a household name in the porn industry is that she did everything. She did all kinds of genres of uh, of porn. You know, she fucked black guys. She did BDSM. She she did like a bunch of role playing stuff. She even did just like normal homely stuff, just sucking a guy's dick, like like just one on one action. She did gang bangs. It's kind of funny how like fucking a black guy is a genre of porn, huh? That's kind of weird. Um, I always, I, I don't know if I told the podcast this, but I don't like, I don't like, and it's, I don't think it's a racist thing, but I, I don't like watching girls for the most part for, for the very, like, I, I feel like like 5% of the time if I'm watching a porn, a black guy's fucking the girl. And, uh, I don't like it because I can't, I can't relate. Especially when they over exaggerate the, the black guy, you know, the dick is as big as my forearm. And it don't even look hard, you know? It don't even look like he got a damn bone in there. It just it just looks like, you know, a big sausage that's hard to, you know? I've seen this one girl take a dick real good, 
by the way, I'm not going to say any of this stuff on America's Next Top Comedian. This is this is the X-rated show. This is audio only, you know. This this girl took a damn This damn she took a damn forearm of a sausage down the throat, bro. And uh, what am I talking about? Um Oh yeah, yeah. And then I just started talking about like all the times I came to Sasha Gray. There's 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 I've got about I got about three, four videos in the chamber in my brain that I have memories of like watching of Sasha Gray. It's just crazy, full circle, you know? I was and I was a kid, you know? I was a kid watching porn. Like thirteen, dude. Kinda like the X videos bit that I have. Uh, oh, let's write that down. Maybe we'll do the X videos bit. Um, okay. I like that bit because it talks about porn a little bit. But it kind of... It's safe. We just kind of dance around the topic of it and we make it a little... We make it a little controversial. I love that joke. I love that joke. It got me like 300 likes on Reddit. And Reddit is a tough place. You're either funny or you're not. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, Sasha Gray. Uh, she's from Sacramento, too, dude. I've been following Sasha Gray on social media for a very long time. Always respond to her shit. She never, she's never given me the time of day. I need to buy a cameo from Sasha Gray. I'd definitely do that. Sweet. Would you let me buy a cameo from Sasha Gray? Yeah, why not? I wish he did that. You gotta. F- I feel like she talked to you more because she talks to like she talks to girls, dude. I, you gotta get me in. You gotta get me in. I gotta meet Sasha Gray. <gasps> Fuck it, dude. Oh, I might meet Mike Tyson. Debating that because it's gonna be a hundred dollars, and all I could think is like, man. Who's is Mike Tyson getting my money or is it just this company? There's a damn dispensary that's promoting Mike Tyson. Yeah, and I feel like it it ain't even gonna like okay, you know how cuz I asked them if Mike Tyson does, doesn't show up, do I get my money back? And they said of course. I'm gonna be really fucking mad if like I spend $100 and Mike Tyson doesn't show up and they're like, "All right, we'll give you $100 in credits to the store." I'd be like, bro, you fucking took my money regardless. Like, I'm not an idiot, you fucking business-ass motherfuckers. You know, that's what I'm saying, dude. In anything, comedy, dispensary, marijuana, like... (sighs) I just wish people weren't so greedy. I really do. I wish people... We We got too many creators in the world, myself included. You know? It feels good, like, ugh, I don't know. I wish I could turn off the creative part of my brain sometimes. Like sometimes I, well, that let's knock on wood. Let's hope that doesn't go away because I, I, I do believe in myself a little bit. You know, I, I feel like, I feel like I'm unique. I feel like I can come up with stuff. But um, sometimes, man, sometimes I think about like, you know, it comes with a cost. It comes with a cost. I think a couple of weeks ago I was talking about, yeah, man, this comedy shit is not good for your mental health. Um, if, if you're not wise with it, you get too consumed in it. I'm trying not to get too consumed in it. And 
Yeah, sometimes I just feel like I don't I don't think I'm depressed or anything, but there are times where I I feel like, man, what if there's been something wrong with me? Like what if there's been something wrong with me for a big part of my life? And maybe 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 it's just a chemical imbalance in my brain. Maybe I'm not eating enough eggs. I don't know. But it's like Sometimes I think like what would I be like if I was on fucking Prozac or whatever? I don't know what Prozac is. That is that an antidepressant? What if I got put I some I just want to know what I would be like on antidepressants. You know, a lot of people say it makes you foggy, it makes you all kind of zanned out, zombied out. But you know, what if I got zombied out and it just I just felt good, you know? I just felt good with with just existing with and I don't have these urges to do anything creative or whatever. I don't know. I I could so see myself just being like, yeah, I did fuck this stand-up comedy, so fuck this podcast, you know? And just like commit career suicide and just just fucking get high off prescription pills and play video games all day. And that's it and that's my like I and not work. Okay, that's not good. Uh, see, even just thinking about it, I'm kind of like, ugh, that just seems so uncomfortable, you know? So, not trying to scare anybody or anyone with, like, what I'm saying about my mental health. I'm just always trying to improve it. And, yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to get on antidepressants. I'm just a little curious, you know? Just a little curious. I don't know much about that uh, subject. Um, I don't, I know, I know one guy, I'm not going to say his name, but I know one guy who took antidepressants. I think he was on Zoloft. I don't fucking know. And he stopped taking them. He just stopped taking his pills. And they say that's not good. Yeah. I don't know anyone on antidepressants unless they're private about it. You know, like if any one of my close friends or people in my circle came up to me and they told me, yeah, dude, I'm on this i would i'd be shocked i don't know anybody um was listening to this podcast with theo vaughn he had an ex-police officer on and this ex-police officer said that suicide is the number one killer of police officers and i tried looking that up to kind of fact check him on it and my whole google was just flooded with covid19 being the the um top killer of cops and it got me thinking like how many cops killed themselves and had covid and it got ruled out as covid you think that happens you think there's people who killed themselves but they had covid and so like the obituary was they had covid that'd be fucked up i mean does it matter i don't know it matters to me it matters to me Mm. yeah 51 minutes into this podcast and I feel like we have gotten nowhere. Um, Just wanted to test a new mic out. I feel good though. Oh, I fucking bombed last... Oh, I didn't even talk about this. I fucking bombed last... A lot has been going on. All right. So if you every time I'm not posting, dude, I'm doing something. And I guess I just... From from what I can tell right now, I need to write things down a little bit more and and gather my thoughts 
and get prepared for the podcast. I didn't do it today. I just I just wanted to test the mic and I got excited. I was like, fuck it, we're doing a podcast. Bro, we're hu- fucking 231 episodes in. We're only going up from here. Who cares? Who cares? Nobody. Nobody cares. Well, that's a lie. That's the thing, too. People will hit me up like, oh, I was listening to this episode. I, to- I don't remember anything I said because I just have this mindset of like, I, I don't give a fuck. But anyways, yeah, I bombed last week in Oakland, but I took it in stride. And I just got this weird feeling there. I don't know what it was. I just got, I had this weird feeling that I got to get out of here. Because one, nobody here thinks I'm funny for the most part. I don't think nobody was talking to me. It just felt, and then these guys just kind of showed up. And they just, they kind of cornered me and I was sitting up front and it, Maybe I could be overthinking it, being paranoid or something, but they didn't look like they were here to laugh. You know, they just looked like they're here to start trouble. So I had to get out of there and I left a little early and boom, I left. Well, actually, I was planning on putting some stuff away in my car and then come back and maybe say bye and then leave. But as I walked to my car, somebody broke my fucking window, dude. You didn't steal anything. There's nothing to steal, but just vandalism, you know? And so, yeah, I got... That pissed me off. That pissed me off. And my heart started racing, dude, and I just I just started going home. I thought somebody was in the back of my car. Oh, yeah. That's also what happened. I had a dream. I didn't say it in the podcast. I wrote it down. I'm a fucking dork, dude. I write my dreams down sometimes, and I, I'll get upset with myself if I know for sure I had a dream and didn't remember it, and I'll never get it back because I didn't write it down. But no, I had a dream that somebody broke into my fucking car again, but in a nicer city, and and I wasn't alone. I had like two people with me, and and when they broke my car, I, I like opened the trunk, and I saw like blankets or something in the trunk, and I saw a fucking person was in my car, dog, you know? Just wait. I always think like somebody's gonna break into my car and just and just wait for me to start driving. And then that's when they come up from behind, pull a gun out on me, and they're like, Hey, we're driving to Mexico, you know? Uh that happened in Grand Theft Auto, dude. Grand Theft Auto, uh one of the early scenes. He steals a he's uh Franklin steals Michael's car and then Michael's in the back of his car. And he pulls a gun out on him, and he forces him to run into the dealership. Can't believe I remember that. Memory like a fucking elephant. Um, oh, Slink Johnson. He plays Lamar on, uh, on Grand Theft Auto, the owner of Chop, that dog. That guy liked one of my clips on Instagram. So I got recognized by Lamar from Grand Theft Auto, Slink Johnson. That's cool. I am working my way up the ranks here, little by little. I am earning my stripes. How did the bomb go? Let's let's tell you guys how the bomb went. Um, it felt good because I didn't give a fuck. I wanted to do these jokes, and I knew it wasn't working. But I I didn't I I didn't. How do I say this? I committed. I committed to the bomb because I know I got jokes that work, but I didn't do them. I, I did five minutes of new, brand spanking new material, nothing new, and I, di- and I didn't want to, you know, I wanted to save myself with new material, and it didn't work. 
I made people, man, it was so obvious I was bombing. We had, I had like two minutes left and I just stared at everybody and I just said, to be honest with you all, I'm having the time of my life. It's been an honor to do this in front of you guys. One of the jokes, I mean, they were laughing, but I felt like they were laughing like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy laughing, you know? And that's good enough for me. As long as I don't get a tomato thrown at me or people start getting up and crying, that's all right. But I was like, yeah, I've been watching a lot of underground movies lately. Has anyone heard of the movie Menace to Society? Yeah, that shit was funny. But then I started ranting about the movie. Dude, every time I talk about Asian hate and stuff like that, I do not get a response in Oakland. I'll tell you that. I started talking about like, yeah, I watched it. I watched Menace to Society for like the third time. Every time I watch that movie, I can't finish it because it just... It's just kind of gruesome when they kill those Asian people at the beginning. I can't get past it, dude. But after watching it again last night, it's like, you know, that, that guy should have not said anything. He Like, he muttered under his breath, I feel sorry for your mother. And it's like, mm. dude, you wanted them to leave. Why are you going to have this fucking little back talk as he's leaving? Uh, nobody was really saying anything or laughing. So I was like, I'm sorry, guys. I, I That movie's just fresh in my mind. I was watching it last night. And it's true. You know, that's the th- I was being true to myself. I wasn't putting on a show, and uh, that is the uh, the blessing of doing comedy in the 21st century because many years ago, if you were a jester and you couldn't make the king laugh or whatever, you would get executed. So I live to fight another day to get people to laugh. It's kind of like UFC. You, know? you, get, you get TKO'd, you get knocked out. Uh, the ref stops it, and you get another opportunity in a couple of months or years. But in the old days, in the gladiator days, you just fought to the death. I'm still waiting for the first death to happen in the UFC. I'm waiting for somebody to get hit with a spinning back kick, breaks their neck, instantaneous death. Um, and I'm not, I'm not like hoping for it. You know, I'm not like, oh yeah, violence. Somebody fucking died in this bitch. No, 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 no. That would be horrible. But I'm just like, I think it's it's bound to happen. I really think it's bound to happen, especially with how unsafe these weight cuts are and everything that's going on. I think um, all it takes is just one flush ass KO for somebody who's already got, uh, you know, enough head injuries or whatever. It just takes a bad fall for somebody to just die on the spot. And I wonder how that's going to change the sport. Oh, back to UFC. Bryce Mitchell lost last night. That was disappointing. But that Ilya Tupiera guy or whatever, that guy's fucking good, man. That guy is legit. He's undefeated. I think he's like 13-0. I'm watching that guy. Still a fan of Bryce. I still think... <sighs> what happened? It was the stand-up. It was the stand-up. He got, he just, he got too cocky. I fucking hate when these jiu-jitsu masters think they can fucking stand up with these you're you're risking it so much oh yeah ponzinibio santiago ponzinibio versus alex bro that was talk about a comeback you know what i'm saying these motherfuckers was flipping coins that's what i call it when they just swang in and they both getting fucking clipped fucking clipped dude that's i call that flipping coins you just waiting you just waiting for the last man that was crazy dude he was almost out of there and he said psych bitch not today And the other guy got knocked out. I fucking love that stuff, dude. If I were to ever get in a real fucking fight, 
or something like that. That's how I want my fights to go. I want I want motherfuckers to see I got a chin, and I want to blast. That's all heart. Holy shit! And it was so funny because he started speaking English, and his English is kind of broken. And he was like, "Oh uh, yes, I just want to thank my trainers. You know, I trained very hard for this fight. We tried. We fight. We fight Southpaw." Uh, and we we were training for Southpaw, but then we we switch we switch it to Orthodox. Hey, I want to say something in Spanish real quick. Ah, puta madre, we go cabron. Fucking yelling, dude. That shit was. I, that shit made me want to learn Spanish. You know, I want to learn Spanish. No, dude, it's gonna be the opposite. I'm gonna have some broken ass Spanish. Uh, estoy ese le como se pollo ese le se que se que se que. And uh, yes, uh, I I would like to say something in English real quick. Uh, it's a, I, I I would like to como se English. Shut the fuck up, you bitch ass pussy motherfuckers! Your boy is in this motherfucker. Fuck what you hear, you know. Fuck what you hear. My Spanish and my English got all twisted up, you know. Okay, just like that, we're an hour in. I feel like I'm getting warmed up. Uh, <laughs> what do I want to do? Uh, damn it! I'm fucking pissed at myself for waking up late again. I want it. Uh, one of these days, I'm gonna wake up at six in the morning and do a podcast. One of these days. One of these days. It's just that today is not that day. What the fuck? Huh? What'd you say? You say something to me? Who's that, Benny? What did Benny do? Oh, 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 he talking shit, eh? He talking shit on the boy. Man. Marconi, my sweet friend Marconi, uh, has started a podcast called Suicide Logs. Everybody needs to listen to suicide logs. Uh, I have yet to listen, but I hear it's wonderful. It's insatiable. Everybody, all of y'all know Marconi, uh, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, yeah, listen to his fucking podcast, okay? Because I don't want to come out there and fucking strangle anybody. Uh, but- I'm going to send that to my buddy Kirby. My sweet friend Marconi. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say, bro? Uh, the other day I had a thought of fuck having kids. Um, because the world is a scary place. And everybody just has this assumption of, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a kid. He's going to go to school. He's going to be successful. He's going to take care of me when I'm older. He's going to have, or he, they are going to have children. I'm going to be a grandparent. Life is going to be beautiful. We're going to have succulent plants everywhere. And and life is going to be good every Christmas. My kids and their kids, we're going to gather around and we're going to watch Nightmare Before Christmas for the 40th fucking time. And uh, I don't look at it that way, dude. I look at it as I'm going to have a kid. He's going to be a little fucking shit. He's going to fail through school because he's like, 
He's like, he's like, fuck school. Dude, because I know me. I'm going to have some rebel-ass fucking kid. Maybe he'll be smart. Maybe he'll be a fuck-up. Dude, all it takes is one puff of meth, and my kid's fucked, you know? Imagine having a kid, and then 16 years later, he's just... He's just fucking up, dude. And then all you can think of, like, wow, my kid's going to go to jail and nobody's going to take care of me. I invested all this money for this little fucking shit, you know? Or he gets kid, or, or, or let's pretend he's a good person. Let's pretend life is good. And just out of nowhere, he's in the, he's at the wrong place at the wrong time. He's at a fucking Travis Scott concert and he gets trampled to death. You know, I don't think I can handle that. So I'd rather just not take the risk. Um, no, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have a kid. I'll have a kid, but I it think it's good to have it in my mind. I just don't want to be... I just don't want to be so consumed with, like, my son. My We're having a son. I don't give a fuck. If it's a girl, I'm making it identify as a boy. Um, I don't know. I saw this comedian who killed himself, like, a month ago. And uh, I was going through his Instagram, and he's, he had a 16-year-old son, and uh, it bummed me out. I was watching it this morning, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. I just, I just want to play life safe. I'm not a gambling guy. I guess gambling is just, it's... It's businesses exploiting um, humans not being able to process, you know, statistics and shit like that. I don't know. Everybody thinks they're the fucking one. Everybody thinks, oh, I'm going to go to Vegas. This is it. We're going to make 20,000. I'm going to pull up to the slot, pull it once, and I'm one and done. And then they get all this. They get all fucking uh, disappointed when they don't win money the first time. Like, oh, it's just twenty dollars. It's just twenty dollars. We'll do it again. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're calling your fucking parents. Dad, can I have five hundred dollars? You know what kind of addict you gotta be to call your fucking dad for five hundred dollars to gamble. And that could be your kid one day, you know? And I just think, I think if I had a kid and I raised, and and he's like 30 years old one day and I'm over here fucking 50, 60 years old and and my fucking 30-year-old son calls me and and he lives at my house talking about, Dad, can I borrow $500 or go into fucking, we're going to the Red Rocks or whatever. I don't think, I, man, so many things just went through my head right now. I don't think I could do it. I think, oh, man. I'd be so quick to kick a kid out of my house, dude. The moment he's 18 and he gets on my fucking nerves. At least in, you know, at least in, who knows what the world's going to be like 10, 15 years from now, you know? It's already, I've got friends right now that live with their parents that are like damn near 30 years old. And I could, all I, you know, I don't, I don't even like their parents and I feel bad for them. (laughs) It just, it just, but it's common. It's common. Like there are so many, there are so many millennials that are fucked right now, dude. Financially, 
uh, emotionally, maybe even physically, dude. There's some people who don't who who've never like that are like on the verge of being thirty that don't have a license, but their knees are already gonna give out on them. You know, like life is just flashing before their eyes before they even get to live it. You know, and that's what I don't want to be. I'm getting older, bro. I fucking my foot feels weird, but it's like it doesn't feel weird enough where it hinders me. My back hurts, but I could still, you know, I could just grind through it. But one day, there's going to be a day where I can't r- throw roundhouse kicks anymore. I probably don't even have the, the 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 speed and the strength to swiftly stab somebody in the throat. You know, I'm going to be 80 years old, and I'm going to need a gun. That's just that's just how it is. That is just how it is. Nothing more humiliating than dying by a knife in Call of Duty. I don't know. I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty lately. The new Modern Warfare 2. Add me on Marconi. (laughs) I sent Jethro this picture of Kirby with big balls and a little dick. And he's like, Jesus, does this count as porn? Because I had a no porn streak going. I'm going to say, as long as you didn't get hard. <laughs> oh man, Jethro's so fucking funny, dude. Jethro's so fucking funny. Oh, Darren Till. Speaking on his loss from last night. Dude, his eye looked fucked. Man, dude, it's just crazy seeing these fighters that I really like looked up to. Not too long ago, many years ago, and I was just like, these people have been grinding their whole fucking life to 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 be the next Conor McGregor. They they've had m- thousands, multiple hundreds, Muay Thai, kickboxing fights, and in uh, all kinds of disciplines and stuff. And you know, you get your ACL blown out. You get a lot of shit that gets fucked up with you, and it's just, ah, I feel for these guys. I feel for oh, dude, they got Fedor, Fedor. His last fight's coming up with Ryan Bader. Bro, I've been watching Fedor since 2008. And that motherfucker's been fighting since I didn't even know how to spell my name Marconi. It's crazy to see this shit. It's crazy to see, like, all these fighters just, like, it is a fast game. Because time is fast, and I'm just thinking, like, Jesus Christ, like, that, it's a lot to worry about. It's a lot to worry about. You're a young fighter. You just got in the UFC in 2016. Your career might almost be over, dude, depending on what's going on with you. It's very it's very rare for somebody to be doing that shit for 10 years. At, at a professional level, there's not much cuz you got to think about how many people I always you know, I used to care, I used to love watching the highlights and be like, "Oh fuck, Edson Barboza is so fucking look at all these people he fucked up with head kicks, body kicks, leg kicks." Now I think about the people who did get fucked up. You know, where are they now? Because that shit stays with you forever. Like physically, you know? I mean, maybe mentally a little bit, depending on how you are. But you get your arm broken, it's never really the same. Your bu- especially at this age. If you're 30 years old and your forearm snaps in half, it's never going to feel the same ever again. 
You know? I don't care how many stem cells you stick up your ass. Okay, Darren Till, I'm sorry. I'm not retiring. This is not a retirement speech. I'm 29. That would be stupid to retire. But I'm on a bit of losing skid at the moment. I really am. I give my all to this sport. I don't know what to do now. I think I'm going to have a little bit of time off from the UFC and just rethink stuff. I'm not retiring. I want to fight soon. I want to fight next year. Um, Where did he fight at? He fought at 185. It's crazy. This guy's been talking about fighting Izzy, you know, and now he's on a three-fight losing skid. And, um, I don't know him. I don't really know, like, his body. But I think he'd have great success at 170 pounds. But I guess that weight cut was just so much for him. But it's like, what's your diet like? Because Darren Till's a fucking crazy cunt, you know? And it's like, what are you doing outside of the octagon? You know, you're getting arrested. You're doing all, all this stuff. I saw him drinking a Coke Zero once, and I was like, you know what? If a UFC fighter can drink Coke Zero, so can I. But here he is losing three fights in a row. Maybe I should put the Coke Zero down. Um, You know, how how impossible is it for him to get down to 170? He just, I mean, he fought a big fucking guy. It just, man, it just doesn't seem good. He's got Kamzat Jemayev in his corner as well. He's got he's got the great at wrestling with him, you know. At least people who could teach him stuff, but it's just that that stuff that stuff isn't taught overnight, you know. You can't really beat a lifelong wrestler at his own game. You just you got to fucking fly and knee that bitch. And even that's a risk. I'm talking out my ass. What do I know? Um I just think the strikers need to stay in the lower weight class. It's never really a good idea for a striker to move up. Especially in a really big gap. 170 to 185. That's 15 pounds, baby boy. That's more That's more than two of me is when I was born. Oh, dude, I watched... Let's get away from UFC. The night before, I watched Bellator... And I got to give Patchy Mix a fucking shouse out, bro. It's almost disrespectful that I'm giving Patchy Mix a, a, a shouse out an hour and 15 minutes into this podcast, dude. But, bro, that guy's the truth. You guys need to keep an eye on him. I love his fucking style. His jujitsu's through the fucking roof. He's so good. He's so fucking good. And, uh, what the hell was I going to say? Something about striking, something about, I don't know. I just had to give Patchy a fucking shout-out, dude. That guy's a champ. That Danny Sabatello guy lost. Um, fuck everybody else in the division. Fuck everybody else in the Grand Prix, dude. It's all about Patchy. Patchy's patching this shit. He's fucking everybody up, man. And ain't nobody knows who he is. It's disrespectful, man. Nobody cares about this shit, man. But this motherfucker, he puts it, these guys put their lives on the line, you know? Like, literally. 
Like they, they make so many sacrifices. This motherfucker's at the gym right now. He ain't satisfied with his damn performance. Straight animal shit, you know? They just, they keep going. Just like me in this podcast, I keep going. I don't care. I'm getting hungry. I gotta stop going. I guess I, I guess I'm doing this podcast. Um, what else do I want to leave off with? Uh, we got one more episode of Peter's perspective, and um, I don't have I don't have any plans. Uh, I think I just fasted for twelve hours again. Honestly. Uh, might have some pizza. We or- we ordered some pizza last night. And um I think this is a good episode. Maybe, maybe not. I got to get out of here. I just I'm happy with my equipment. I'm happy with this stuff. Spent a lot of money on this. I should probably put it on my tax return. Um, I need help with that. I need help financially. I need help with so many things, dude. I really do. I feel like things could be so much better if I had a fucking direction, if I had a team tell me what to do. But then at the same time, it's like I still want to be in control. I don't want to feel out of control of my life. I need a fucking... I need moderators, dude. I need... I need, man, I'm doing everything. The fucking guy who was, shout out to Carlos. Uh, he was supposed to make me banners. But his his laptop shit the bed on him, so. Probably not. I'm probably, I'll, I'll have a table, just no table cover. So we, yeah, maybe I could borrow one of your mom's tables yeah, I want the long one so two people could sit and I could put my shit on it and stuff, you know? Um, oh, fuck. Oh, here's a joke that I haven't been able to try yet. Doing stand-up. Um, I'm going to try to do this one in Stockton. Uh, anybody into conspiracy theories? I'm kind of into conspiracy theories. Uh, I want to share with you guys my favorite conspiracy theory. My favorite conspiracy theory is that every little thing is going to be all right. That's, uh, Bob Marley. Um, how the fuck does he know that? You know, I I always wonder if he, if every little thing is going to be all right. I wonder if that's what he said to his doctor when he denied the medicine for his cancer. Rest in peace. Okay. See you later. Um, That does it for today's episode. 231. I have to get my body in line. (sighs) Take care. Send an email at suicidelogs at gmail.com. Follow the podcast on Instagram. Did I say email the podcast suicidelogs at gmail? Follow me on Instagram at suicidelogs. Uh, I believe on my Instagram, I've got the link tree thing that, that 
links you to like my YouTube, this podcast, but you probably don't even need it if you're listening to this podcast. Uh, shout out to everybody who's been reaching out. Shout out to Thomas. That motherfucker texted me yesterday and told me he was listening to the Mark Maple podcast. Like I said, Mark Maple was a big pop in the podcast that we've done. Um, shout out. I can't think of anybody to shout out right now. Shout out William Montgomery. My sweet friend, William, doing the cameo for me for only $50. Money well worth. And shout out to you if you made it this deep in. Go get some fucking help. We're gonna hit you with the bars real quick. Hey, quarantine life, but my flow still sick. If I had a mate, I have a make your lemonade. And I don't need to get laid, so don't be afraid. Girl, I get paid, but I'm in pain. Kinda like Wayne, first name Bruce. Where the hell's I made with a goddamn juice? Every day's the same, deja vu. Bring in the wine, yeah, bring in the zan. Pump up my songs, yeah, let's do a dance. You the kind of girl that made me cancel my plans. You the only girl I let a pay for only fans. Driving.